Right. <laughs> she said Wembley. <laughs> right, where in London do you live? Islington. Islington. Whereabouts in Islington? Um, near Old Street. Okay, and what road do you live on? <laughs> Seawood Street. <laughs> I don't know Seawood Street. <laughs> Central Street. Okay, yeah. You ready? Bun Hill Row. Yeah. Do you know that one? <laughs> do you know Beach Street? Yeah. You know, do you know Lever Street? And you're getting warmer now. You see it there? <laughs> I'm, I'm not playing games, you know. I'm not, this is, this is not Uber you're dealing with, you know. <laughs> what other roads do I know around Lever? <clears throat> mm, that's it, really. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else? Thank you, thank you. Anyone else? Right, we've got... Sorry, let me just squeeze past. Right. This is going to be an easy one. This is going to be an easy one. Camden. Oh, I'm definitely going to beat you up with this one. So where in Camden? Mornington Crescent. Oh, Mornington Crescent. So we've got Huntington Square, Lidlam Place, Camden Square, Murray Street. Plender Street. Yeah. Oh, come on. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. <laughs> Let's go one more, one more, one more, one more. Here we go. There's a number of places I can give you. I'm from East London. Oh, let's go Eastern. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Victon. No, no. <laughs> Six miles radius of Charing Cross. So Hackney. Oh. Six mile radius. Canning Town? No, 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 no. <laughs> No, not Cannon Town. Don't do that. No. So, that's, that's still Cannon Town, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, okay, let's take you to my place of work then, which is literally around the corner. Go on. Okay, you know Bid, uh, uh, Bidborough House? Bidborough House. Bidborough Torrington House. Torrington Place. Torrington Place. Torrington Place. Torrington Place. Was that, Camden? No. It's around here. Torrington Place. <laughs> uh, lost you now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Torrington Place. <laughs> Torrington Place. <laughs> Torrington Place. Well, I know Torrington Place. Isn't it near Camden Park Road? <laughs> Torrington Place. I'm thinking of Torino Avenue, maybe. Torino. Torrington, Torrington. No, no, no. You're not going to get me with this one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, go on. You want me to pull out the Google? Yeah, go on. Pull out the Google. <laughs> pull out the Google. I'm better than Google. Wait, wait, wait. There's no reception. There's no reception. So go on, hold on. So where? Are, so go on. What? What? Name something in that area, because I'm I'm a bit lost here. Gower Street. Oh, there we go. Are you? Mallet Street. You know Mallet Street? Do you know Elizabeth? Sutton Garrett Anderson. Yeah, you know that one there. That that part of the hospital. Oh yeah. Do you know? Do you know, do you know Gower Street well? Do you know Kendall Street? Do you know where Rada is? Where? Do you want to carry on? No, 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 Do you know Rada? No, 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 Rada Stage School right, on Mallet Street. Okay. <laughs> there's a bookshop on. Um, there's a bookshop there as well, isn't it? Waterstones. No? Is it Waterstones? It is Waterstones. Any more? Any more? Any more? Any more? Any more? Any more? I don't feel like I've done the justice yet. I don't. I feel. I feel you got me there. You got me. <laughs> you lost. Right. South East. Oh, you're talking about. You gotta remember, yeah. No one likes to go down them sides anymore. No one. We don't drive. That, we don't go south. But let's give it a go. So you're saying like Broccoli, Lewisham, Greenwich. Okay. 
Say it again. That's not six miles. It's not six. Set no, 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 no. Greenwich is though. Lewisham. Six mile. Look, if Charing Cross Station is in the centre, six mile radius going. The direct Charing Cross Station is the central. It is. It's, it's part. City Airport, technically, is just in as well. It would have. I know Silvertown Way, Silvertown Viaduct, but. And seashell. I know a few, but I, I couldn't kill it. I, I need to kill it. So go on. So, what's the question? Give me an area. Give me an area. Peckham. Peckham. I like my job. I don't want to go and not come back. <laughs> I don't want to go and not come back. Peckham's actually changed, to be fair. But, I, not, do, you know, do you know Nutbrook Street? Belended Road, Holly Grove. Belended Road. I, I still said something. You knew what I was talking about, innit? Yellow Brick. What's that? Um, Sutton Road. Summer, Summers, Summers Road? Sumner Road. Willowbrook Road. No, not giving me that. So if you're on, if you're on Old Kent Road, you chuck a right. <laughs> For real though, innit? For real. After, after, after the Civic Centre. After the Civic Centre. Yeah, there. Peckham Park Road. Okay, yeah. You did help. So have I restored your faith in the... Um, nah. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so... Can I just say, yeah? Green badge or yellow badge? Listen, you think, uh, this, is, this is not no Mickey Mouse thing, you know? <laughs> Green badge. Green badge. Yes. What does that mean? Took me, actually took me two years, nine months from start to finish. You can clap if you want, it's fine. <laughs> I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. I like this, I feel like it's my show. <laughs> what do you reckon, should we just carry on without them or do you, really, do you really want them? So, as I was saying, tonight we're going to talk about an array of topics. What, what seat brings out the best to me? This one? Or am I more of a... I don't know if that side's really me, I think this is my side. What do you reckon, let me try this one. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. What about this one? No? Nah? This one? No, nah, it's this one, innit? This one or this one? This, this one. You see it? All right. Welcome to the Little Man Podcast. All right, so I'm going to introduce my team because I can see they're getting jealous right now and they're thinking I'm going to take over because I was really ready to. So nice to see you, to see you. Oli, oli, oli. We did that. All right, all right. So let me introduce, there's no music, so we're just gonna a round of applause for my first, the first person I'm bringing to the stage. Oh yes, yeah, it's one of my favorites. We've got some important topics to talk about today with this guy. He's, can I just say, we've, we've shared many moments together. Like, we're like big and little. So can you give a round of applause for the one they call DJ Ace, Ace, Ace. <laughs> Ooh. Second bringing to the stage, he's been cutting me from when I was about 13 years old. So you do the maths on how old he is. I, I treated him like my dad back in the day. And now I, he's just like one of the man them. And it's, it's a bit weird, but I love him to bits. 
make some noise for the one they call Damon Elliston. You're in my chair. Well, they, they, we've had to change up now. Welcome to my show, take a seat. Thank you. Finally, this guy, um, what can we say about him today? He's got no neck. He's got no neck, they know that. Zero neck. Always in, always in the gym. The stories about Abuja <laughs> and Anugu Estate, <laughs> astounding. He would agree that obviously it's a Nigerian jell-off thing tonight. Nah. But do we have any different? Oh no, you obviously have no different. I, I feel professional, I've actually... Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, introducing Femi. Orinagan. Orinagan. You still don't know his name? You don't know it? Is it Orinagan? Should I show you how to do it? Orinagan. No, man, it's not complicated. Alright, what? Okay. It says, Oye. Oye. Ni. Ni. Run. Oye, ni, run. Yeah. Oye, ni, run. But I'm looking like I'm trying to. You said it wrong straight away. Oray. No, oh yay, like Kanye. Oh yay, oh yay, ni run. Oh nay, ni run. No, oh yay. I sound Chinese now. Oh nay, you run. Jesus Lord. Femi, oray, you run. No, oh yay. Oh yay. I just call you Femi, man. It's easy, man. Do I need this one anymore? No, you don't. I don't. Just Femi, oh, Femi, oh. Hi, what's going on? Welcome. Thank you. So yeah, we are cut the chat. This is a podcast we started. Uh, a few years ago, that basically highlights the conversations that men have in the barbershop. Um, we were in the barbershop one day, we were chatting bare shit, and we was like, yo, maybe people want to hear this. So we, uh, we put a camera on it and we turned it into a podcast. And for some strange reason, people listen to it from week to week, um, even when we say nothing. So thank you very much for coming out, and um, we're going to chat today about various different things. I think like the thing that I'm itching to talk about is like something I listened to this morning. Did anybody hear the Wiley interview? Yes. Uh, okay, so if you don't know, uh, Wiley, the godfather of Graham, one of the UK's finest, had a lot of things to say this morning on the One Extra Breakfast Show. Big up to One Extra, best radio station on the planet. Um, uh, to the Breakfast Show, and he was talking about the fact that he felt like Drake was a culture vulture. This term keeps coming up in regards to Drake. And he also put Ed Sheeran in the mix as well and saying that these guys are real culture vultures. Um, they take advantage of the scene and they don't really give much back. Now, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions in the, the, <laughs> the way that Wiley was voicing his, his concerns. Um, I think like loads of different things I've been hearing. I've been hearing that Wiley is not very well. That was one thing that came up. Uh, does anybody think that, by the way? Yeah. Really? No, no, wait, wait, when did you start thinking this? Because <laughs> from his first rhythm, man was like, <laughs> you're not okay. What, do you know what? Something that I, I've, been, I've heard from a lot of people is he had a lot of good points. He has Does got, anybody he think has that as well? Does anybody think he had points? Okay. Um, so I, I, I want to know where everybody stands, because I've been reading all the tweets all day from various different people. And I just feel like everybody has a different thing. Uh, I think they should give Wiley a knighthood okay. for expressing himself. Because <laughs> I've never listened to an interview like that in my life, like where someone's just, he's just ranting. like ranting. Yeah. But you know what, old Taiwan Extra, because they just let, like, Dottie just let him rant. Yeah. He, told, he said, you've been brainwashed. <laughs> <laughs> he, told, he told her she'd been brainwashed. He was like, he was just going for it. Yeah. And I, it made my morning. I was truly 
entertained. I of thought course. it was fantastic. It was like, you know, I feel for years to come, people are going to listen back to that interview and be like, you know what? Here's a man expressing himself. And I appreciate that because I feel sometimes in the UK music scene, it just seems like... What, in the, I, don't, I just think it's in any scene, though, really, and truthfully. I think that, you know, like, we, we'd have a conversation about someone that we know and we might go in. Yeah. But when they're there, you kind of change it up. Or you, or you say it in a nicer way, in it. But I just feel like he's probably saying what a group of friends that he's been around have fought for a while. And to say, you know what, I'm going to say it. Yeah. And he's not caring how, what bridges he blows up. He don't care. It is what it is, isn't it? He said he's going to throw their money off Tower Bridge. I don't want your money. Your money is dead. I'm going to throw it down Tower Bridge. That's what he said. When's he, when's he doing that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what time? Let me know, boy. Do you, oh. know where the, you know where that is? <laughs> <laughs> they got you, though. They got they did, you. They, did, they, they did, got did, you. I'm never going to lie. I was, I was thinking work. Lee's going to kill this one, I but... Thought, I thought I was going to smash it, too. No, you didn't do well. How are you feeling about that? Yeah. It's quite disappointing. I thought, yes, my bridges are cabbies. I'm going to tell you the, the truth. When people get in the cab, I Google it. <laughs> I ain't got time to work. I'm tired. I, you know, I, I feel like since I used my brain to get to that point, it just started disintegrating anyway. I can't remember what day of the week it is. I'm disappointed, man. Bro, this you know, is heartbreaking. Can you see how sweat, I'm sweating? <laughs> Can you see how I say it? So what? You use, use maps or ways or what? No, I what I do is I'll Google where, if I can't remember, because sometimes you, kn you know you know you know it, but you can't remember. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, <laughs> people are thinking, <laughs> <laughs> You know you know, know it, no, but you, you know can't what? remember. That it's, means it's you funny. don't know it. No, it's funny, it's funny, because someone jumped in the cab yesterday, yeah? I said, Ivana Gardens, and I said to myself, I know where that is, but I can't remember where it is. <laughs> so I just started driving. <laughs> <laughs> And then eventually I kind of, oh yeah, it's there. If I do it left and right. So where were you I'm going? Dead. Where were you going? I don't even know, bro. <laughs> At first, when you first get the job, you do panic, like, oh, I need to know, I need to know. But after time, they don't know where they're going either. <laughs> All right, cool, we'll just do this together. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've got a problem with the way I went, I just knock off a couple pounds. <laughs> no? no? Makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, this is why we was winning with really <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you don't, if you want to, if you don't want to use the bus lanes and get there quicker, it's your business. Uh, anyway, can we get back to one? <laughs> so, <laughs> to one. Yeah. Um, Let me throw yeah. it after the floor because I saw someone had something to say. Yeah. There, I'm interested to know like where where people because we were talk, a lot of people said they feel like he had points. Like where do you think his points were? Like where was he right in what he was saying? Let me start this. Okay. One of the things that he said, which was absolutely correct, was when he mentioned Ed Sheeran was given the award for, what is it? Um, no, we don't like to talk about that. And, it, and even when I heard that, I was like, I was on a one extra at that time. <laughs> You've always been on one extra. You've always been on one extra. You've always been on one extra. You're like, I, was, the, I called in sick that week. I'm sure Ace, that. you're the only person yeah, on One Extra, that's always been at One Extra. Do you know extra. what's funny? People say that, but I, there was three years when I didn't have a contract on One Extra. But you were still, still working. I was, I was pretending to be on One Extra. But you were still working there. And then they came back. No, but you're the only person yeah, no, on, the whole, like, on the whole planet that's been always been on there. We made a mistake. It happens, isn't it? Well, this is the thing, though. I, I thought about this today, and I thought, if somebody gives me the title of best hairdresser in the UK, even though I'm a barber, mm. I'm going to take it. OK, so you, it's not... I'm going to take it. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, and he like so for him, he's, 
Like, did we really expect him to turn around and say, no, 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 give it to this person. I'm not worthy of this. Well, you know what? In Ed's defence, yeah, Ed's been nominated for certain... Like, I think he was nominated for the MOBO and he refused to come because he felt like he shouldn't be nominated for said award. Really? I think there's been a couple of times when he was like, there's, there's people that are more qualified to win this award because they're more in that scene. Like, Ed, I don't think Ed ever has explicitly said, I'm black music, because he's not. Like, he's everything. If you really think about it, he makes pop music, he makes folk music, like, he plays a guitar, like, he's like, yes, he does music with black people and he does urban music, but he also does, like... I don't think that was Wiley's problem. I think Wiley's problem was the fact that Ed Sheeran would make songs <laughs> with people for his album, mm. but then when it came to, I'm Wiley, I've got a rhythm, Ed, jump on this. Mm. Ed's like, no, nah. the label's like, no, nah, Ed can't really do that. Or oh, Ed, um, nah, uh, nah. So does that make Ed a culture vulture? I don't know. I just Yes. Feel... Yes. Okay. Standard. Really? It does. Because at the end of the day, you still have um, a little bit of control of what you're doing. And if, if, what if he was just if, busy? Nah, bruv. We'll, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it next week. <laughs> we'll do it next week. If what you're... you like the rhythm? What? Every single one. Well, we don't know. It might have just been one song. Nah, I doubt it. So that he's, if that, because look, it's very easy to hide behind the label mm. and be like, oh, I don't have time or I'm contracted to do this or I'm contracted. Isn't that part of urban music, collabos, whether they come out or not? I'm working with this guy, I'm working yeah, with but that he's guy. Not, he's not specifically urban music. Are you, are you in any urban chart? Yeah. Do you make urban music? On occasion. Do you, have you made urban music with other urban artists? Yes. So when them man to call you... To come back. <laughs> Land, didn't it? Okay. Simple thing. I, I, I think you could uh, argue, you can also argue it because he he blew off the back of the scene. 100%. Whatever that scene is, like, you know, yeah. what the scene, i.e. the black scene, the black London scene, really, because he became everyone's friend. I met him, to be fair, I just think he loves the culture because I met Ed um, when I was 21, like, and I was doing, I was in Edinburgh doing, um, a play at the French. So I had the thing, I had a, I had a time in my life here yeah, where I'd just come out of uni from studying law and then I went to Edinburgh uh, after adulthood had just come out. It was number one film in the box office. I was in Edinburgh handing out flyers for people to come and watch my play at the Fringe, fi uh, on, at the Fringe Festival. I was so depressed. It, like, this is like the longest I've been away from home. I'm there, I'm like, got no peace, I've got no plans. I'm in the biggest film in the world, <laughs> like, what, in my world at the time. I'm like, you know, I've got um, a degree from like one of the best unis in the world and I'm handing out flyers on the Royal Mall. And next thing, like, some kids come up to me, some ginger kids, like, oh my gosh, you're the guy from Kidderhood. He's like the only person that recognised me in the whole of Edinburgh, in the whole of this month. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, someone knows me. He's like, listen, I'm performing at a pub tonight, um, up the road, you should come. Like, come perform. You MC as well. Like, he knew everything about me. He was like, oh, come, come perform. And that's how I met him. I'm, we had him on the show yeah, the did. day after he signed his record deal. Yeah. And, like, that, that was how I developed a relationship. It was real. It was organic. He's into the culture. He wasn't someone that jumped on it when it was a thing. Because this was the head When I met him, he was sleeping on people's sofas. 
all around the country. This what, what, what relevance does this? No, but the yeah, point be, I'm being a fan of no, the truth is, being a fan of the culture doesn't mean that you can't abuse it. The or point, use it. the point I'm making is that he loves the culture in a real yeah, way. But that doesn't mean that so he can't that be a culture vulture. In a real way, like he's what not that someone mean? that's he's not just jumped on it for for clout. No, no, no. We're not saying that he's jumped on it for clout. What we're saying is that you've used this, you've used this type of music to become popular. To, to propel yourself. To one of the one of the one of the biggest selling artists in the world, bro. You Elvis see, done the same thing, bro. We're not talking about Elvis, though. We're talking about Ed <laughs> Like, and then when man's asking for you to yo, come and jump on this and come and jump on that, yeah. you're running behind the record label, and that that to me is not right. What, what about the argument that like Ed put in certain man on his rhythms is giving back to the scene because they're getting fans that they would have never have got before. People are hearing them that would have never have heard them before. At the moment, they got a number one record with um, Ed, Stormzy, obviously Stormzy's really huge, JK, who probably would have never had a number one record before. And I eight. love JK, but I'm not saying, like, he might not have had a number one record before. Sir Spyro, who's a, a number one extra DJ, um, who's produced a beat, he would have never had a number one record before. And now, like, they've got a number one tune because of Ed Sheeran. Is that not giving back to yeah. the scene that Once he's Once in 10 from? years. Does anyone... It's still oh. Sutton, isn't it? Uh, wait, one sec, one sec, one sec. One, give me the mic. I think, I think it's fair to say... Sorry, please, please. What's going on? <laughs> I think it's fair to say that Stormzy's success is partly about Ed Sheeran and wow. giving him a pl platform. And I'm not talking about Stormzy's success before, I'm yeah. talking about his mainstream success. Because I was at the Brit Awards that night where, where Ed brought him out. Right. And I saw the difference... In the it was promotion, a shift that night, yeah, right. that night yeah. Yeah. made a difference. Stormzy was big, don't get me wrong, but that night made a real difference. And I think from that point of view, I do feel that that Ed has regularly come back. And I remember them earlier shows when Ed was at the Roundhouse um, doing iTunes Festival when he brought out basically the entire scene at those times and introduced them to people that that didn't know about the scene. And I think he's continually done that. So I think it's hard to say that he's purely a culture vulture because I've seen him give back. And also, Ed doesn't have to do, make these records, you know? Like, he could Ed, just do something could could just Justin do, Bieber. He could just do Bieber. He could just do... Taylor one, Swift. He could, just, he could just do him and a guitar. He doesn't have to make urban records. I, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he actually doesn't have to, but he does, because like Femi says, he likes the culture. Look, he's I, a fan of the I, culture. I like Ed Sheeran. And I feel like he also wants to put on like these UK artists to bigger audiences. I like Ed Sheeran. Like, remember, I started this by saying, I, I think Wiley's had problems for one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I like Ed Sheeran, and, and, and you know, what the gentleman in the audience just said, I didn't know, and a lot of people didn't know. Do you know what I mean? This is the whole point of conversation. So with that knowledge, yeah, that issue... That's He's maybe not a culture vulture. That's, that's, that's irrelevant now. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about Drake? Because this keeps coming up. Like, rah. We, we know Drake fans in the house now. Um, Everyone likes Drake. You so can't everyone's got a Drake I think it's impossible you not know, to like everybody Drake. has got a Drake song, like one. Like, ev if everyone in it... What? No... Everyone doesn't have a Drake song. Whoa! What? No, no, wait, no, no. No, but that's, that's not oh, a problem, though. She needs a mic. She needs a mic. <laughs> she needs a mic, Lee. She needs a mic. You know what, the, you know what though? That's not a problem that she can't name one of... Because a lot of Drake's song titles 
don't really make sense to the song. You understand? So that that doesn't. That's not a surprise. The only reason why I know who Drake is is because when I go out to certain places that are not um, SoCal or dancehall related, they all seem like they're Drake appreciation parties because that's all they play. Right. Mm. The funniest thing. The, the, the biggest. The biggest club night for um, uni goers in the UK is called the Great British Drake Off. <laughs> no word of a lie. I can't get uni bookings because all uni kids want to do is hear Drake music all night. And you can get any DJ to play Drake records from back to back all night. The Great British Drake Off. Go and have a great time if you want. <laughs> Sad. But yeah, Drake's killing it. But I mean, this culture vulture thing is like something that keeps coming up around Drake's name. He borrows from various different musics. He's always in the UK. Um, he just relaunched Top Boy. Is he, like, stealing UK urban culture? No. Uh, one second, sorry. One. Lee, fam. Quick, man. What am I doing? He's got beer in that cup, by the way. <laughs> that mug. Like, like, literally, I'm not lying. He's got beer. <laughs> I'm slowing down. No, what I was going to say is, I think that sometimes people get a bit envious. I'm not a huge Drake fan, but I do like Drake. And I think sometimes that he sees a bit further forward than people in the UK and around and says, OK, I can see this getting bigger. Let me work with the right people. Right. And then he monopolises off it. And other people might have that idea, but sometimes they don't have the capital or the initiative to go and do it. And that's why I think a lot of people are like, oh, he's a culture vulture, he's this and the other. Sometimes you're just jealous because he did what you didn't do. But he does have the money to do it as well, so you have to add in that. But you can't, you can't dislike Drake. I'm, no. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. But like he, I think as well that it's just because he's not from the UK, but look at the amount of money he has. But I still think that there are people in the UK that could do it if they really wanted to push themselves. Um, but yeah, just leave Drake alone. Just leave that. that. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, look, she's, she's isn't the whole purpose of like when you're doing something to kind of get better and better and then reinvent yourself, no? And know what Drake does. Yeah. I thought that's the whole idea, because if you stay stagnant, you just, you just kind of just drift into the back and everyone overtakes. Do you know what? That's why I think that what he's doing is okay. It's fine. I'm just trying to I'm trying to gather everybody's arguments up and understand. So I, have, I just have a question for you. I totally agree with what you're saying about Drake. Like to say a human being has to stay stagnant in one scene, one place, one music, one genre, one culture is ridiculous in this day and age. And you should be able to take from different places and build yourself up. And I think to say that he can't do that is like you're you're pigeonholing someone, and that shouldn't be done. The other question is for you guys is, you just said that Ed Sheeran was in the scene from day dot, that he loves the scene, like he, he knew who you were, he did, why is it okay, why is it not okay for him, who loves the scene, to do what he's doing, but it's okay, in, it seems like it's okay for Drake, mm. why, why, why mm. is that, because for me that's being racist. Mm. I mean, that's it the, wasn't, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, for, for Wiley, nothing's okay. <laughs> nothing's okay he's not happy about anything he's not happy about drake he's not happy about ed sheeran i suppose that ultimately for i suppose the drake the ed sheeran thing it wasn't it's not even i suppose it's not even a race thing really it's about you know because when growing up in london you grew up in like it's quite young you grew up it's a mixed place the uk is a, well maybe not the whole of the uk but london <laughs> like is a mixed place so like you don't really grow up like or oh, just with black people or just with 
Turkish people, big up my Turkish massive over there, don't <laughs> Just, but like, you grow up in a, like, everyone's, there's a mixture of people from different places, but like, with the Drake one, I just feel like, well, people are just jealous because it's not them. Because I remember when Wiley moved to Canada to meet Drake. <laughs> moved? Yeah, Wiley lived in Canada. I, Wiley I lived that. in Toronto. I didn't know that. Because he was trying to meet Young Money. Right. He said that. Are you being serious? I'm not even joking. <laughs> Why are we even talking about this I'm now? Not even Next topic. <laughs> I told you about this guy, you know. Ah, oh, okay. come on. <laughs> That's it. Oh. One thing, just to throw this out there. So, just in terms of this girl, Ed Sheeran is, Drake isn't. What about Beyonce? Yes! She didn't even go to any of those African countries. Yes. She didn't even check who was in. Yes. She didn't check, eat the food. Yes. She didn't do anything. She yes. just said, give me a list. What is that? Yes. Wow, wait. Beyonce's a culture vulture. That, that, is no, that, it's, it's under the same umbrella, isn't it? That's what we're saying. It's saying so under the same umbrella. So, I'm just asking, is that, what, is that what you think, though? That's what she's alluding to. It's true. She, I'm going to eat pounded jam. Isn't it? And eat that thing under the table. Huh? She probably doesn't leave her mansion. Yeah. She goes to Coachella and home and that's it. I don't think that... Like, I can't imagine she's walking like the streets of Abuja or whatever it is. Like, Isn't it? She, I don't think... Isn't it? Looking for Uber she's to go Beyonce. places. She's, like, she's Beyonce. She's not going to leave. She probably hasn't met any of the artists. She probably didn't know any of the artists. Like, you, that was... you just said Beyonce doesn't leave her house. I can't imagine she does. <laughs> like, she's Beyonce, though. What does that I, mean? I, like, she's... Like, who's, who is bigger? She ain't going nowhere. She ain't going nowhere. She ain't going nowhere. I just think that sometimes, as you get more work, you get more busy. I don't think you're going to be able, as one human being, to travel the whole place of everything you want to sample and introduce. But in the same way they're saying that, you know, Ed Sheeran is bringing people on, so is Beyonce, because she opened up that whole conversation about different things as well. Pardon? Not Beyonce. No, but I mean, mic. just some of her music, some of the people she's part of. We need to move on. We need to move on. Why are you scared? Scared of what? The beehive. I'm scared of Jay-Z. Wait, 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 Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's an ex-killer, you know? She said they were, like, those artists, yeah. Use Mac, use Mac, use Mac. Okay, so I live in, mostly in Nigeria, yeah? Most of those artists, I don't even have to. I don't even have to listen to Jake and Beyonce. I can just listen to those guys on the continent of Africa. They were already big. So what do you mean they put her on? Yeah, so on to get Western buy-in, and then the UK, and in America they were already big. So she didn't really put them on. She just featured them on an album that she had rights to that she could now sell and make more money. Which you know she didn't really put them on. It's a huge accolade to work. Can I also add to that that Beyonce tends to with this whole Africa album thing she's done. She's jumped, Beyonce jumps on a trend. To yeah. she, all of them facilitated her end goal, and I think that's what makes her culture vulture. She has no investment in whatever's popping she will do but to Drake push. Does the same. Well, so I think Drake is different. Drake can, I, can, I, can I just, just add for Jay Z if he's Sorry. listening? Can I just add <laughs> that, that me and my kids, we like that album? Yeah, <laughs> no, that album's <laughs> um, Sorry. Beyonce was trashing Lion King, though. Huh? She was trashing Lion King. Yes, yeah, I'll give you. Beyonce can't act. Okay. She, yeah, she, she didn't have to I was act going to say that you guys are saying that she just jumped on the trend, but wasn't it Beyonce and Jay Z who put money behind the fellow of the musical alongside Will Smith? That was years ago. Whether or not I'm a member of the Beehive is irrelevant. <laughs> but the fact is that th that was years ago. So, and I know for a fact that Beyonce and Jay Z have both been to Africa 
quite a few times as well. So just because you don't know doesn't mean it's not true. And in terms of things like culture vulture, um, going back to the original point, I wouldn't necessarily say that Ed Sheeran is one. Um, as you've already pointed out, that he's been from London, he's been part of the scene for a very long time. Turning to Drake, he's a bit of a chameleon. Um, not as much of a chameleon as um, the, what's his name, the Arabic rapper, the one with the kid. Yeah, him. That one with um, Puju. That one's a bit more of a yeah, culture vulture. But there, it, I think there's a very thin line between what's being a culture vulture and what's actually appreciation. And I know that in my personal life, there are things that I'm really into that I'm not part of the actual culture, and people might say that I'm also a culture vulture. Mm. No, but people do. Yeah, yeah, no, real And talk. it's like, like I'm what, from what, Ghana. Like what, what you into? I'm from Ghana. I play mass all around the world. You have people talking about the fact that at Carnival, you should not be playing music from other, other countries. But I put my money in. I represent my flag, but I will also represent mass all the time. But it doesn't, I'm hoping that people aren't saying that I'm a vulture because I'm not from one of the islands. Lee, bring the mic. We need to move we on. We need to move on. We need to move we're, on. We're giving Wiley too much airtime. <laughs> I think I think this culture vulture thing is hard to define. You can't pin it down. Yeah, I feel like you know if people like stuff, they should be able to do whatever they want with it, and it should. They shouldn't have to be from that culture. They shouldn't. Like Beyonce doesn't have to go to my. We're moving on. Okay, I, 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 uh, I was gonna say, how is it fair that Wiley can make tunes that are pop as well? Just to make a little change and then jump back off. Because he's openly said. That's a good point. He's openly said, I oh, this I did this to make money, money for my yeah, children right. and whatever. Yeah, I said that. Look at when, look at when, we, when we done the podcast with um, Getz and that, and he done the green light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was calculated pop tune because he knew, but he didn't want to go through it by himself. So he, he, he threw a, little, a few MCs on it with him. They got the number one, and then he, he kicked okay, out again. He's a culture vulture as well. Can we move on, please? <laughs> I'm just saying, innit? So Can use it? this phrase, moving on. Moving on. See it there? All right. All right. Aye. All right. Ace, what's the Ace, next topic? We could, we could talk, I want to talk about you going uni for Why three do you, months. So backstage, we would, I don't know how this came out, but we were just talking about how we all got into what we do. What we do. And I told these lot that I went to uni for three months and they found it hilarious. Why is that funny? No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't that you went you for three months. Because you've been working out one extra all your life. It was that you went to uni. So like, I, went, I went to sixth form college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You do that, what, 16, 17, 17 18, 18, 19. And then I left to go uni. Mm. What uni did you go? I went to. Uh, why are you laughing? Stop it. I went to. Um, where the fuck? Can I go? You don't even. Was it Southend or Essex? No, but it was. My the site was in South. I went to Greenwich Uni, but the site was in Southend, how, Essex. How what? Could they, how could they yeah. call their uni Greenwich and be in Southend? Southend. Yeah. So my site was in Southend. So how often do you have to go there? What once a week? So I had to go live there. <laughs> and so like this was the first time I'd been away from home. Like I'm a. I'm a mummy's boy, you guys know that. Like, it's me, me, me and my mum my whole life. Like, no dad, just me and my mum. And so this was, like, the first time I'd gone away to, like, li to live away. So, like, I, I'd had to get... Because I, I, I did uni, everything late, like, last minute. So I got my own little place to live. I was living with strangers. Went to uni for three months. It was the first time I'd ever been called a nigger in life. What? You got, like, you have to remember, I bet like, they called you that when you warmed up the drill off right. <laughs> <laughs> when was this? In the 80s? This was, <laughs> <laughs> Don't clap for that. <laughs> Don't clap for that. <laughs> so like, 
So I'm in, I'm in Southend on my own. Like, I've only known Mandem. I've grown up in uh, Fortnite my whole life. Only known Mandem. I had Mandem all around me. And I've gone to live in Essex with the, like, the sweet mates. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Ben Sherman shirts and the loafers. And um, I'm there, like, big ace DJ and making bare noise. So I got a little DJ job in a club. And um, I don't even know what happened, but about eight white boys called me a nigger. I said, shit, this is real. I said, I swear, I thought this only happened on TV. I was like, do you know what? I think I might go home. But you never went back to uni. I didn't go back, when I, got, when I got home, the one extra job was waiting for me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, I thank them boys for calling me a nigga every day. <laughs> so what was you doing the music base? I was doing um, media production and technology. Okay. Yeah. It's the first time I ever got, the first time I ever drank a pint. Whoa. I tried to do the whole unit. Well, that's where probably. it came from. Oh yeah, we were talking about drinking pints. Yes. The first time I ever, I tried to what do the whole unit thing. So like on a Monday, pints were 50 pence. Good, good, good old days. Definitely the 80s. Definitely the 80s. Why would it be the 80s? Yeah. It wouldn't be the 80s. You're getting old pints, pints like nine pounds something now. It was like, anyway, it was, it was a while ago. And um, yeah, it was like first time I drank a pint and I got wasted. And it was just like. On a pint? This was a, yeah, I, was, I can't drink. You know, I've seen me, I can't drink. <laughs> I really can't drink. We were just trying to find out how Damon got into barbering, which yeah, he said was a wild story. It's just long. Can um, you tell this one? Uh, yeah, I'm good. You can cool. cut it out anyway. So no, 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 I can tell you. Only a few people. One of the people still in jail right now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, mad. Um, so I was at college doing graphic design and... I can't, re I can't imagine you doing graphic design. Why? I, I, you it's barely reply to emails. Cut <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even imagine uh -huh. using technology. Bruv, it's anyway, hand, well, hand yeah, to eye, bruv, hand <laughs> to eye. Um, so I was in college doing graphic design, um, South Thames, Wandsworth site, and I was at church at the time. Do you go church? I can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> I used For to real though? Yeah. You went to church? I used to, I used to be a youth leader. Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> How do you even not know this? <laughs> what? <laughs> I used to be a youth leader. Why? At church. Yeah. Just, just to wear the suit, innit? <laughs> no, obviously, he was, he was Tottenham. Okay. Guys, we've known this Road guy Man for church. a long time. <laughs> I never knew that. I didn't know you were No, nah, because this story's long, but I, I, I'll speed it up. So at the time I was going to church, and, oh, this is all long. So I embarked, embarked on a relationship with one of the church people there, innit? <laughs> <laughs> As you do, <laughs> as you do. And she was a lot older than me. Okay. Oh. Pastor's wife and that. <laughs> she was twice my age. Oh, oh. Man. I can't believe you lot don't know this. Anyway, so that, so basically, yeah, went, got him. How old is you? What kind of church is that? This was also yeah. in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it was mad, it was mad, it was mad. Um, and then basically, her and somebody else believed that God said that we're, we're supposed to get married, didn't it? So I was like, oh, this is... No, it got technical. It got, no, it got mad I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to work out how he's going to get to Barbara. Barbara, like, like, <laughs> You know what? We're over here right now. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, bro. Like, it got... It basically, it, it got mad technical. Um, da -da -da -da. Yeah, there was kidnappings involved. What? <laughs> yeah, it's mad, it's mad. There's kidnappings involved. Who but how did you I, start cutting hair? But I'm getting there, fam. I'm getting there. I got kidnapped. 
Is that who? By them, it's the a mad thing. No, the woman and her bread jeans. I had to climb down the, the, the drain pipe from the bathroom window at like two in the morning. In church? This is Tottenham, this is in Tottenham. In the 80s. Yes. This in is in the 80s. <laughs> no, this is, no this, is, this, is, this is in their house. How did we get there? This is, we get no. Thank you. Thank you. They want the story. Thank you. So, but, so all that was going on. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. Femi, pay attention. You can use this. Pay attention. Um, so that was all going on. Uh, I'm gonna have to cut a lot of this out because a couple of people. No, real talk. A couple of people went to jail. It was mad. Um, but anyway, so basically, he he would cut, he came to my house. I do my dad, and. Um, I come out, at that time I'd had enough in it. Like all the back and forth, I had enough. I'm like, listen, move. Imagine the, the, the woman put the, the car in drive and mounted the pavement to lick man down. What? Yeah, it's a mad, yeah. But how'd you cut a hair with all this? Bruv, listen, so, oh, but obviously I'm at college them times, yeah, innit? Yeah. Obviously this has college. led me to drop out of college, yeah? And now I'm not in college no more, so I need to make some pee. Yeah. Now, I'd cut my own hair before. Then I just convinced couple of my bridgings around, yo, I can cut hair. And I've just gassed them saying, yo, when I was over there, I was cutting this person and that person, I can cut hair. And basically I just started cutting hair on them. Then I linked a couple of people in North London, started cutting their hair. And then I realized I'm good at this. And Lee, finish him, please. Lee can't finish me. No comment. <laughs> I wanted to know what happened to you and your dad and the girl. I want the girl. In the yard. Let's go back to that. Nah, that's and another That's life changing. That part of the story yeah. was the interesting life. for that, real. Yeah. The barbering bit was boring. You could do it. I started cutting my friend's hair. It's just, yeah, I started amazing. cutting my friend's hair. That's you know the other bit? That other story's for good. We, we, we need that story. <laughs> <laughs> we want to know what We need that, that story. She, she was done. We went to jail. Who's mom? Who's mom were you dating? Was it someone's mom? No, it got deep. All right, so the... Her cold came back. No, 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 bro. No. Tell that story from the start. Forget you the barbering. You listening to what he's saying. What he's it? saying he went to a church <laughs> where you can get old bits. <laughs> Are you not hearing it? <laughs> you can get some old solid bits. <laughs> Stick to that part of the story, bro. Nah, it's mad. It's, yeah, so yeah. That's there, nice. There's so much to it, but I tell you, man, another time, innit? She must. Right now, she must be. Oh, <laughs> she <laughs> and our special guest is evening. <laughs> she is ancient, bro. What an old thing. What an old old thing. Gone through the menopause. Everything. <laughs> Uh, we got to find her, bro. Yeah. Yeah, we got to bring her back for you, man. Right. Right. On the he next show, on special guest. Is it? That was old. <laughs> she was old. Is she what? She's the one in jail. Is, yeah, she. Nah, it's her bridging that was in jail. I think her bridging's still in jail. Cause of you? Nah, just things got found out. All right, let's move on. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. We're gonna incriminate. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah there you go, right in your book. Femi, you're going to make this into a film. Wow. Yeah, um, so that was that, yeah. That's how, that's how I started cutting hair. You, you know what? Can I, can I just say something? Because I haven't actually told anyone this. Um, just about me cutting hair. I cut Steve McQueen the other day. Go on. Yeah, and he, he's, he's a very interesting guy. Why? 
Why what? Why is he interested? What, beyond that being a, a No, you know what it is? Because he, he asked me so many questions about life and cutting hair. And I'm like... Not the dead one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. What is wrong with you? No, but I said... No, because... No, he thought that he no, thought the dead thought, one as well. Thought, when you said it to me, I, I, I said it. You said, I'll cut Steve McQueen over it. And I actually had a moment where I was like, what, the black one or the white one? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, not, not the dead one. The, the, yeah, the Dame, Dame's got a lot of famous people here. I don't know if you guys know this, but the person that... I don't know why, like, I always want to know about this. Dame cut R. Kelly's R. Kelly. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Before the things, before the things. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Before the cut. Yo. What was the cut? Was that? Was there ever before? I don't even know. In the 80s. In the 80s. In the 80s. In the 80s. If you had the vibe times, you got that vibe. This episode's got to be called in the 80s. Before Aaliyah, wow. before Aaliyah, before Aaliyah, before Aaliyah. <laughs> no, you know what? It was it was actually after the madness. He wanted to really? talk about Steve yeah. McQueen. You sort of dragging him. No, 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 because he's more interesting. But it, it was okay. after the madness. It was on he he done um Jules Holland, Jules Holland, Jules Holland yeah. a few years ago, and it was for that. Um, so Jules Holland had R. Kelly on a few years ago. Well, maybe maybe about six, seven years ago now. It was okay. after he bust case, innit? Yeah. So what did yeah. you call him, Rob? I didn't call him that. No, but what do you call R. Kelly? No, you know what? <laughs> yo, R. Kelly. Yo, R. Yo, R. Yo, R. Kels. Now, what do you say? Kels. What do you say? It's your boy, Kels. Uh, you know what? I can't even... What do you call Pi- I can't Piper? remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did he have the mask on? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about R. Kelly? Yeah, yeah. He's huge. Really? How do you know? We've done He's... all that. I thought he went for a haircut. Listen to It's all coming out tonight. It's all coming out tonight. Wow, boy. Wow, boy. It's anyway, it's face. Huge. Wow. Oh, you really wow. coming back after the black captain? Back here, no. Stature. He's a. He's a. Okay. He's like six eight or something like that. No way. Well, Google it now. Six R- eight. R. Kelly is very tall, bro. Really? And you know Americans are just That big. makes it even nastier. Yeah. Bro, it's, it's weird. It's just shocking. It's weird. So what was he like? Did you talk to him? Um, so basically one thing that was that was weird is that he had a guy with him, like an old guy from deep south that was with him all the time. There was only allowed to, there was only allowed to be one person in the room with the two of them. R. Kelly was never on his own. Um and it was literally cut his hair and left. They wouldn't even let me pack up my stuff. What? Right, they wouldn't let me pack up my stuff. And then the makeup artist got in, done the makeup. Then he went and done what he was doing on, a, on Jules Holland. Then I could pack up my stuff and, and dip. Did they, did they tell you don't talk to him? Um, or was he, did you just know? No, you just knew. You just what, knew. You didn't was, speak to him? No, we spoke. It was a quiet joke. No, we spoke. We spoke, we spoke about um, cutting hair. Um, I think I think he had an afro. I think he had an afro them times. Okay. So he took, like, I had a comb. I had one of them old vintage. You know the combs with the, the, the you red and green hand. Yeah. So I flicked it open. He was like gassed at that. Um, <laughs> Did you tell him about your old thing? Man. <laughs> 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 Jesus, Lord. 
What, what, what would have been the point? Sorry. <laughs> what would have been the point? in it, tell him to cross over now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that. That was that. It was a, yeah. So yeah. What, what was Steve McQueen asking you? I just asked him. Wanted to make um, a show about barbers now. You know what? Are you just asking me like my, my where my parents are from? Is asking me how do I get into cutting hair? You how tell him that long story. <laughs> nah, man. Are you mad? No way. But you would have, have optioned it. Probably. But he's a he's a cool guy. He's a nice guy. Very 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 nice guy. Very nice guy. He's probably he's probably one of the best famous people that I've cut. Like just the whole thing was 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 one of the best. Quite. Yeah. Can we move on to somebody else now? Oh, well, why do I do what? I told you that I was depressed, I was in Edinburgh, da, da, da. I went to an open audition and I got a part. I'm not going to go into, like, I met this and it's long, it's long. That was it. That's so I got into cool. acting cool. and then I woke up one day and I was like, oh, I need to start. My friend actually, I made my first film because my friend Alex, he was, this is kind of a little longer story. He kept saying to me, oh, we just finished uni and then he's got... He's gone to France where he's got a job. But I don't even know how it happened. So he's called me. He's like, Femi, you keep talking about making <coughs> films. I'm working at Redbridge Council and they've got some funding for filmmakers. You should apply. And then I still applied late. And then he was like, no, I'll speak to the woman. And he spoke to the woman and then they gave me a thousand pounds to make a film. And that's how I got into making films. So you owe your career to Alex? To like, Alex, literally. Alex. Big up, Alex. Wow. So you should have good friends, you should have good friends. And he bothered to come from work today. He's actually a lawyer now. Go on. Wow. Go on. Wow. Lee, why do you, um, why are you a black kid? You know what? Yeah, seems that like you wanted to stick it on me. Why did you leave stand-up comedy, fam? My story ain't that interesting. Why did you leave stand-up comedy? I'm going to stick it on you, cuz. You know what? I said this before, like, it's a, it's a love and hate relationship with it. That's how I really feel with it. <coughs> if anyone's in the arts, you know how it goes. When, when, something like comedy is fun when you're just, you're just busting joke. I'm looking at all serious and ting now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had this conversation, but it's a conversation everyone always wants to know. Like I said, growing up as a class clown, whatever, and, and it's, oh, do it, do it, do it. I'm the type of person that, if you tell me to do something, I want to do it just to show off. And it's, that's, how it, that's how I got into it. But obviously, comedy was wicked at a point, but then there was a lot of travelling by yourself. And when you're waking up every day, you have to travel by yourself. It's hard to, I need to be in the zone to create a zone, if you get what I'm saying. For me just to wake up, I'm not a natural, I don't sit down, I never wrote down, nothing down. I love watching stand-up, but I don't think I respected the art of stand-up. And now I appreciate it more, taking a back seat from it. And I see when you, it's about writing, it's about layers. It's not about just anything. Anyone can turn up and do a little one, two. Do you get what I'm saying? Obviously I can do a two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> but, you got what I'm saying? It was just like, I'm a people person anyway, so I kind of knew what would work, what wouldn't work. Do you understand? So yeah, when I did it, I enjoyed it. I felt like it was rock and roll at the time I'd done it. Do I, do I want to go back sometimes? Yeah, I have them moments, like tonight when I'm killing it. I'm like, I'm like yeah, I can do this again. But then some, when I go home again and I'm quiet and I'm by myself, I say, nah, not on it. But nah. But yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Who knows? One day, I might, get my, I might just be like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do it again. But as it stands now, and I feel like I'm happier in my mental state. Doing comedy, I was up and down. And you, when you're doing, if you're, do, if, you're, if you're known as being someone that's funny, everywhere you go, you've got to be funny. You can't have an off day. You can't, you literally, you can't be like, oh, you know what, I'm tired or whatever. What? What's going on? Yeah, everywhere, everywhere I went, even around my family's house, if I went to see cousins and that, I've got to be an entertainer. And it's hard work. You're thinking, oh, I can't have a day off. 
you know what I mean? Let me just chill and just, can we not talk about, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's quite sad that, isn't it? It is quite sad. <laughs> I know it is, isn't it? Don't worry, I'm never, I never had a breakdown or nothing like that and whatever, but yeah. You I'm, look like it, like it no, when you were doing the knowledge. When you were doing the knowledge. No, the that, knowledge for that, me. That was, psh, yeah, I've never seen that me. Lee again. Yeah, but I was you broke. Shit, you I were shit. I was so broke, lad. <laughs> I was so shit. broke, I felt ugly. I just came from up here to down there. But now being down there, man can't be broken again, you know? Because I was like that, I was like the, when I did the knowledge, honestly, it's the best thing I've ever done, by the way. And I, and I hold that achievement higher. Did you higher. finish it? I heard him open the show first. <laughs> I heard him, fam. <laughs> yeah, you're not a good advert. No, 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 no. You bribe someone. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I knew everything they were saying. I was just playing some back. <laughs> That's what you're doing. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was the best thing I've ever done, honestly. Because obviously learning, just, just to go back, it was humbling as well. I know what the killer thing is, and, and I say this. Some people that when I was doing comedy and I was rolling with heart, and I thought, yeah, they're friends for life. All night, ain't checked me. And that's a sad thing, you know, when you really think people... But I don't understand when you're hot, people are going to just like, gravitate to you. I do understand that as well. But no one's actually phoned me and said, are you all right? And I think, apart from these guys, but obviously I work with them, so they have to. <laughs> but, it, and that's, that to me, I, I'm very... I feel like I'm a genuine person, so when I'm around people, I'm, I'm genuine. I'm not really... I don't like the whole... I'm not, I don't talk to people I don't really like. Do you get what I'm saying? If I don't get a good energy from them. So, yeah. So, yeah. You should get a dog. No, I don't like animals. Man. I'm getting a dog. Who, me? Yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Is that beer in your hand, woman? <laughs> it's water. It's a kind of water. Um, Ace, you're getting a dog. I, heard, a dog. I did hear you on the radio um, the other, uh, the other day, was yesterday. Why? Why do you want a dog? I don't know. Like, so I, I, didn't, I don't know why, where this came from, but on Monday I was on the radio talking about stupid names that people have for their dogs. I think What's I was, a stupid I was, name? I was watching Love and Hip Hop, I think, and Ray J's Ray J dog. called his dog Bugatti or something. Yeah. Like that. That's your friend? Yeah, big up to Did Ray you text J. him no, to say, why'd you call your dog Bugatti? Him, I don't need to tell my celebrity friend. <laughs> but, um, and so I was like, after like, hearing everybody, I was like, right, I would like a dog. So somebody hit me up on the DMs and was like, look, I can give you, I can give you a dog. I'm a dog breeder. Don't do it. All right, let me just explain. They, me, they were sending me pictures of these puppies and I was like, yo, I'm a dog breeder. We can co-own this dog. And I'm like, what does, what does co-own mean? So like... He sent me his number, I called him, and he's like, basically, mm. I'll give you the puppy, mm. you raise the puppy, mm. and then when the puppy is old enough to be a stud, he wants to breed it up. You bring it back, let him breed up the thing, and then, you can, then you can take it back and you can take 50% of, of the litter. And then, like, it's hard for me not to humanise these things, especially when I watch, like, animal programmes. I always, like, put them into, like, the real world. Mm. I'm like, so I'm going to raise... This, this dog as mm. my son, mm. make him go and beat, mm. sorry, so not beat, have sexual intercourse with another dog. Like, mm. What if he don't like the other dog? What mm. if he don't fancy the other dog? Mm. Like, then he's gonna have babies with the you other dog. You ain't been around a lot of dogs, have you, kids. Then he's gonna have babies with the other dog, and then I'm gonna rip him away from his children, and then we're gonna sell his babies. That is, it's been, it's been messing with my mind for the last week. Okay, let me ask you a question. So what do you think, what do, so where do you think your puppy would come from? <laughs> <laughs> it made me really sad. Like, what if he's not attracted to the dog that they wanted to breed him? Have you go to the park on Sunday and look at dogs? Because <laughs> nah, that's he, all they want to do, you know. What if he's just not on it? Hey, that, to be fair, that's all dogs really want to do, though. To be fair, what with anything? They jump. Yeah. On, they jump. Have on you not seen dog? dogs hump? No, nah, but I'm sure they're attracted to what they're trying to hump. Nah, uh, dogs hump pillows, fam. <laughs> so Man far. Whoa! <laughs> Some men hump pillows. No, they don't. Yeah. 
Okay, that's, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. But yeah, I, it's hard for me not to humanise dog do breeding. I'm actually been quite. You had a dog there, man. I had a dog. My dog was amazing. Um, my dog was was one of the band breeds. But band. yeah, it's band. band. How? It was a red nosed pit. What does that mean? It means that they're very. Does it nose? Is a nose red though? Yeah, it means that they're very dangerous. But I, I honestly believe that with dogs, it's it's how you raise them. Mm. Don't get me wrong, dogs are still animals at the end of the day, and they when they switch, it's a mad thing. Um, I never wanted a dog. Um, the lady that I was seeing at the time, she just brought it home. And puppies, doesn't matter what dog it is. From it's a puppy, you just fall in love with it, innit? Now the thing is, because of my life at the time. I love an old dog. Yeah. <laughs> Them man there. Jamaica, them things that stay outside. <laughs> <laughs> in Nigeria too, in fam. In Abuja, in Abuja too. But I love. In Abuja, the dog's outside, dude. Of course, that yeah. thing's meant to guard your yard and that's it. Right, well, see here, right, this is the thing. So in talking about a dog, it, before I got this dog, it was like, ah, oh, you know, I wanted a, a smallish dog, bloody, bloody, blah. Well, my pal said, listen, if you're going to pay money to, to feed it and house it, the dog has to do something, innit? And I thought, okay, that makes sense. It should be able to guard the house. Anyway, raised the dog, uh, went through that whole stage of shitting in the house, pissing in the house, um, you know, taking the dog. That's not, not in my house. Bro, it happens. Um, but as I said, my life at the time, I'm at work for like 10, 11 hours a day. Then I get a phone call to go Birmingham. You understand? It's not fair on the dog. So your lifestyle has to be compatible to take the dogs for a walk. Is it really? Is it? Is it um, really? I mean, it is. It is a lot of commitment. It is. It is a lot of commitment. But I didn't ever think that I was going to be this individual that looked at my dog as a member of my family. Because you know, this was whole... your dog a member of your family? Yes, bro. Hundred percent. You know, it's funny you say that. Hundred percent. It's funny you say that because someone come in the cab the other day with a dog. Yeah, yeah. I said, excuse me, can you not put your dog on the back seat? Because my child sits there. I don't have a child. <laughs> well, I don't want your dog you on my back seat. You use this child Yeah, you know why? Because people have a little respect when you say you've got a child and don't disrespect my things. <laughs> and, and the woman got, this is, not, this is not a dog, it's my child. That's what she said. <laughs> no, it's not, it's a dog. <laughs> Put it on the floor. Put it on the floor. And she ended up putting it on her lap. And by the end of the journey, it was on the chair. <laughs> I was going to just pick it up and dash it out the window. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> She's just letting it run around the back seat. Little... Whatever, anyway. <laughs> sorry, sorry to cut you. No, I'm just saying, look, Ace, yeah, uh, Femi, yeah, it, it was uh, very close to me. It was, because it, it done a few things that protected me or protected my house. Like what? So, um, I remember, no, so, you no, know, I'm they, not you know, buying this dog thing, you know. You know I'm them, I'm buying it either, bro. <laughs> you know, you had them, them, them uh, fraudsters that come and knock on your door and try and swindle you for whatever, whatever. So, doors not. Gas man, yeah, something like here to collect the meter. Really? They, they, there was no letter to say you're coming, bloody, bloody, bloody. He's like, oh, well, yeah, I'm here to collect the meter. I said, nah, not today. Well, well, ha I have to do it now. You see, when he changed his tone of voice, my dog's name was Pele. Pele has jumped over the gate <laughs> and blown to the door. You see, when he's seen the dog come, he's dicked out. I said, Pele, yes, cuz. <laughs> yes, cuz. That's what you're here for. My dog was gangster, I'm not even going to lie. My dog was gangster, but I wouldn't advise it. Ace, you don't need a dog. You should get a cat. No, I don't like Yeah, you're like a cat, man. You look like a cat, man. You see cats? What does that even mean? No, no, you do. You do. You mean I look like a cat? You know what? 
Yes, you, you, you know, know why? I'm gonna take because you move so You're like slow. A cat, yeah, you move. Can, what does a cat man look like? <laughs> you, a dog man, you have to be fast. A cat man, you have to be slow. Yeah, man, I'm fast, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. I got speed, you know. Nah, bro. Nah. Do you know what it is? The cat. Do you know what I think? Like, you should get a cat if you're gonna get a pet. You should get a cat because cats seem like they don't care about don't nothing. They seem very shit. laid back. It's a bit like you. They don't need yeah. attention. Um, you remind me of a cat. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I need attention. Yeah, but he'll give you the cat. He'll give you the attention, innit? They will snuggle up in your neck and all that. All in your beard. And then the cat. Also, you don't. You kind of don't really have to be responsible for them because I heard they just disappear. They just go away for like a week, and then they will just come back when they feel like it. No, I don't want to care. Do you think you can look after a dog, a whole dog? Yeah. Fam, I've seen your car. What does that even mean? I've seen your car. You can't. Don't get. Don't get a dog. Don't get an animal. Don't get animal. Anyway, have we got another topic? Please, <laughs> we're not here to just talk about animals. We've got enough time for a couple more. You know topics. what? We were going to talk about H, wasn't we? Talk about Does what? everyone know who H is? Yeah. Ace, can you uh, explain what is an H? What is an H? <laughs> H is a MC from Manchester. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, he's a white MC. He's, he's good. He's, he's, really he's good. very good. He's doing very well at the moment. But there were a lot of people that were saying that H was the only reason he's like quite big and he's doing very well is because he's a white MC. Um, yeah, which was, a, I don't know, I think it's weird, but there's a, there, was, there was a whole thing. Eminem had this when he first came out, like, you're only big because you're white. Truth is, Eminem is probably... But there's been lots of white rappers, but there's not been many Eminems. Yeah. True. Yeah. How do you feel about that, though? H? What, about H? Yeah. I like him. I think he's really good. I, I just think, I think it's refreshing. One, he's from Manchester. It's refreshing to have someone from, like, different accents breaking through now. So, like, I like Bugsy, I like H, I like Mist. Miss made me feel like I wanted to be from Birmingham and have a Birmingham accent. You know when he came out and he was on oh, that, all those tunes he had and he just... Sick videos. The accent, the sick videos, he was a hench, he had chain, like I was like, yeah, I want to be Miss. But anyway, <laughs> anyway ultimately, I feel you like... You were a big man. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> With children. I'm just joking, but I did, I did, you know what? I did have a phase where I was just like, you know what, I... I was feeling I really got into the Miss thing. And that was, I never thought there would be a time where there would be a rap, there would be someone, anyone with a Birmingham accent, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's cool. Because like, I just thought the Birmingham accent was weird for years. But, whoa. Whose phone is that? What, the, the electricity ran out? That's the phone. The key, fam, charge the key. <laughs> Mad. There we go, we're it's back mad. in time. But yeah, so I think H is really good. I, I think um, if he wasn't as good, he wouldn't be where he is. Do you know what I mean? Also, I don't think and he's also, also, so what if he's white? It's an English country. It's, very, it's a white country. It was, it's he's going to be bigger than, like, imagine, like, you are good, yeah, and you so happen to be the same colour skin as the majority of the population. It's going to work better. It's more commercial. It's that simple. That's what I think. White cab drivers get more work than you. <laughs> <laughs> but white barbers. Oh no, wait, wait. I bet the white cab drivers know where they're going, though. <laughs> Believe it or not, they don't. Really? Believe it or not, they don't. Every single one that I've gone into, they, they know be, where they're going. They've been cool. Yeah. They've been driving like 50 years, haven't they? Yeah. They've been driving five minutes. What do you expect? See you. You know what? Today, Lee's come and got a haircut, yeah? And the hubcap on his, car, on his cap has fallen off. So I've said to Lee, go get... You. Do we all know what hubcaps are? Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so basically, it's like a little silver... I don't know where it is. It's a, it's a silver thing that goes on your or wheel. Or the little thing on the wheel. That goes on your wheel. It's yeah. like hollow type thing. Yes. Okay. So he's, he's hit the curb or whatever, and his is hanging off. So I've said to him, go to the DIY shop and get some cable ties. I think it'd be better if I tell the story. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be here all day. Okay, go on. Basically, yeah, the hubcaps come off the car. It's hanging off. As I've gone to try and pull it on, Damon's come out of the shop. I said to Damon, do me a favour, I just kick it, because I could see the mechanism was out. So he goes, rude boy, this is his word, rude boy, go to the shop and get cable ties. So I was like, why would I? All right, cool. He's told me to do it, so I thought, maybe he knows something I don't. The shop was right there, so I went into the shop, came out, he's gone. I've Back to work, fam. I've got the cable ties in my hand. But am I wrong for thinking, if you tell me to do something, and I don't know what you're asking me, but you, it seems like you, you know what you're talking about. I come out. Should you not be there to kind of finish the job? No. Or should I now be looking all awkward in the shop while you got a pa- you got you got a, a customer there trimming them? I was just a bit frustrated by that movement. Because if that was me, if I told you go and get this, go and get that record thing, <laughs> whatever record thing is, and you come back, I'll show you what I went, what you to do with the record thing. I'm not going to go get the record thing, come back and gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what that's how he treated man. That's how he treated me today. But why is this a topic? I don't even know. I don't know how he's he's about to brush me, and now he feels bad. <laughs> no, I don't feel bad. You do feel Let's bad. Let's have it out. Lee's been getting on my nerves no, recently. So basically, <laughs> so basically, I've been, right, I'll tell you what it is. He's been cutting me since I was 13 years old, yeah? Okay, wait. Okay, 13. One, no, wait, wait, wait. Go on. So we're going to let the audience decide this, yes? Right, yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, cool. All right, so he's been cutting me since I was 13 years old. 20 yeah? years. For 20 years, yeah? And all of a sudden, I can't even get an appointment. <laughs> For, for 20 years. Now, let me say this now. What I have to do was what I'll do is I'll text him. Damon, can I come and get a trim in three days, four days? No response. But the day before, he'll text me, yeah, come in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> they expect me to be on time. So, I, so what I did, I said, right, I'm going to get him because I know he's going to do this again. So he t- I texted him, can I get a trim next week? Aired me out. So I booked the, the young barber next to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you saw his face <laughs> when I came in, he was like, he's thinking, right, you, I, you didn't get, I didn't give you no time to come in. I said, I'm not with you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I felt bad, you know. <laughs> I just felt like I was cheating on my girl. <laughs> and the other barber treated me nice as well. You know? <laughs> but even the missus said to me, right, you got a new barber? <laughs> but I said, I'm going to give him another chance. I'm going to give Damon another chance. And I went back. And my trims have been even better ever since. So. Okay. Was, the standards were dropping. Okay. So Listen. that's what made me think. Sometimes okay. you gotta cheat. All right. Wow. <laughs> you feel me, bro? Wow. Sometimes you've got to cheat. Sometimes you've got to cheat. Sometimes you've got, you got to cheat. Are you just just sticking to barbers? Is this a lie? No, 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 no. You know, you know that, that that's got that's the that's the new topic. That's the new subject. Sometimes, Sometimes you've got, got to cheat. cheat. Okay, that's not what actually happened. What happened is, basically, I'm going to do this quick. So basically... You don't, though, no, you don't. I'm going to do it quick. So basically, as I've gotten busy over the years... You're talking about the old thing again. And the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what happened back in 82... <laughs> uh, no, so I've been getting busy over, over the years, and I've said to these lot, please stop booking last minute. Yeah, last need... minute is a week. Wait, 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 wait. stop. This sounds a bit stop. like the Ed Sheeran story. Stop. 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 No, 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 let me finish. Please stop booking last minute. I need more notice because I'm getting busier. People are booking weeks in advance. What are we? We're in September. Yeah. I've got people that have booked their Christmas haircuts, their New Year's haircuts. I've Mad. said to these, got, these, these lot for time, please give me more notice. 
These lot has still continued to kind of get a haircut tomorrow because I'm doing this. Can I get a haircut tomorrow because I'm doing that? And I always fit them in. And somebody said to me, they keep on doing this because you keep on cutting their hair. Stop cutting their hair and they will respect what you're asking them. Cool. Anyway, so this particular time, I couldn't fit Lee in. Lee's got a, gone and got a haircut from the young buck. As Lee's finished his haircut, I've said, okay, Lee, let's book your next haircut now. Lee being the comedian that he is, no, because I've already booked it with a young buck and started laughing. <laughs> what happened? What happened? A week later, Lee, I get a message from Lee. Dee, can I get a haircut in two days' time, please? <laughs> I said, are you taking the piss? So as my breaking, I've messaged him and said, bro, this is exactly what I'm talking about, yeah? You didn't take the thing seriously. It's my livelihood, yeah? I'm breaking my back to fit you man in. Ace, I do it with all the time, because Ace is bald. I can cut Ace's hair in two and a half minutes. I'm not really bald. Yeah, I can cut Ace's hair in two and a half minutes. Femi has started to book weeks in advance. Lee continues to play the jackass. So... See, I, see the names is calling me. So, <laughs> what I'm saying is, should Lee respect my job and respect what I do for a living, yeah? Lee doesn't respect what he does, but no, I'm just... Well, then, you know what? <laughs> Exactly. So I don't even take myself serious. <laughs> so you want me to do this for you? Yes. Thank Whoa! you. Thank you. <laughs> what? Thank you. It's true. Say that again. They're, they're, no one's sticking. To no one's sticking. No, no one's sticking. No, 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 no. About so wait. So Matt did one. So Matt just messed up. We used to call that. Yo, I'm five minutes. Thank you. Really? I messed up. Wait. 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 I like it. And what? I have an hour a day for day one. That's yeah. only two of you, man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's only two of you. Yeah? What, like, you've got one hour that's like, yo, this once is... Once a week's two hour slot. You know, I would happily give him an, a, a, a weekly slot every week. No, even today. Even today. He's you got an appointment. You know what the funny thing is? 1.40. Did he turn up on time? You know, what the, you know what the funny thing is, yeah? His time is going up now. So he's the old barber in the shop. <laughs> I will still be going to him. <laughs> I'll still be going to I'll still go to him. I'll be like, yo, I'll still humour him. <laughs> he's come me. back from the den dentures and he's got a bad back with a little cigarette in his mouth. I'll still go to him. <laughs> I'll still want to go to him. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm there to the end, bro. I'll be your last, I'll, I'll be your last person you die before Aww. you die. Really? Yeah. I don't know if Hold that's you a, out. Yeah. I don't even know if that's yeah. a... That's I, a yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If I, I'm, I'm just know. saying that, but you, you forget that. in the morning, it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. We've got that. last topic. We've got like literally no time. Left. We, we have got, got time. time. We've got time. We've got time. We talk about your. You want to talk about my thing? Yeah, yeah let's talk about your thing. thing. Um, let's, let's talk about your thing. I don't know if you guys have seen on social media recently. Ace um, went viral. I did go viral. Kind of not on my own, but it's fine. Um, Do we know why Ace went viral? No. Yes. You know. Ace is gonna tell us why. Okay. This is this is first time I've done this on a stage, so bear with me. Um, last we'll year, we'll hug you. No, no, no one touched me. <laughs> last year, <laughs> last year around May, I was um, diagnosed with renal failure. I, I'm like currently at the, in the, at the moment looking, waiting for a kidney. Um, I'm fine though. Look, I can do stuff. Like, um, yeah, so I've been on dialysis for like a year and a few months. Um, it was a hard year. Last year, like we lost a really close friend of ours, and like during that time is when I found out I had renal failure, and it means that I have to go to the hospital three times a week and sit on the dialysis machine for like four and a half hours. So like I lose like a lot of time in the week. And like, I haven't, I didn't really tell no one. Like I did the whole like black man thing. Like we don't talk about it. Hold it down. Hold it get on it, like hold it down. I can handle it. Dickhead. I just get on. Like I was still like doing DJ sets and I go to school, I'm on the radio every day and still do this. Like I just get on with it. 
Um, but this week, like, I was like, nah, I really need, I want to, I want a kidney, I want to get off this dialysis machine. So, shout out to the ACLT. We kind of went public with this, and I'm like, on a hunt to find a kidney. But, um, like, in like some of the information I've been getting, I've been finding out that the, that the black community and ethnic minorities, we don't, we're not signed up to donate organs. Like, and whenever I've done a lot of press recently, and whenever they ask me, they're like, why don't black people, like, sign up or be on these on these lists and I can't even answer. I don't, even, I don't know why it is. It's, I feel like it's something that's yeah, like... They kill me off early when they get me on the table. I, they, they, I, hear, I think that's probably a lot, of, a lot of people have that like that mentality where they feel like they're going to... I don't know. Like it's maybe it's something you know what, that's been you, you know what I think it is from what I see? I, I, I think we don't take it seriously. And, I, and I, the reason I think we don't take it seriously because I think there's a lot of illness and disease that is in the world that I don't think black people believe it will affect us. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, so if I don't think it's going to affect us, like we, when did we, when did, when did we go and give blood? Was that two years ago? Two years ago. About yeah. two years ago. Went to give blood. Uh, what was I'm not doing that again. Why? Because anyway. right. they keep refusing my blood. Because I'm like I've been to Nigeria. They keep refusing. Like, Good. I'm not wasting my pints of blood what for nobody. You? Literally, I've done it like two or three times. Like, no, have you been to? Um, no, no, you might have malaria. Go away. Bye. See you soon. And so yeah, I'm not doing that. Well, uh, well, I'm just saying that's not the attitude to have. I'm not, especially based on what we're if talking about. If I do it again, right they'll just say no. Go well, away. Don't, with your blood. don't, don't, don't go, go away. to Nigeria for a while. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> like, don't go to Nigeria no. for a while. No, they test it and say, look, you've been Nigeria, you've been bitten by a mosquito. They can see that Abuja blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Uh, what was I saying? So, gave blood, gave blood a couple of years ago, and um, I was surprised at how easy it was, because it was literally, you know, I've said this before, there was people sitting there reading books. There was a woman on the phone to her husband talking about, I'll be done in a minute, put the potatoes on. Do you know what I mean? But for us, mm. it was a Big yeah, we were dramatic. We were dramatic. Like, Yo, bro, you cool? <laughs> it was mad. Sure. Like, yeah, 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 man, man. It was mad. Yeah. So doing that, um, I'm like, you know what? We need to do this more often. And kind of touching on on what Ace was talking about with the ACLT, we've all been to comedy shows or R&B shows or, or music shows over here, right? Or the majority of us have. So you know this, uh, what's the gentleman's name for the ACLT? Orin. 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 Orin and Bev. Right, Orin and Bev. So what I realised is, when you go to these shows, comedy shows for argument's sake, there's always a half-time interval, and Orin comes out on the stage and starts talking. And for me, that's the moment where I go to the bar and get a drink. Because I've heard what he said a hundred times. I've actually signed up. Mm. But the amount of emails I, I get, I don't even check them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I thought, this, this isn't right. So kind of... Using this as a segue, we decided to do the basketball event. This year's the third annual year um, for the basketball uh, charity. It's on Saturday at the Copper Box. Thank you very much. Um, but it, it was just, for me, it was just like, we need to get this out there. We need to push this agenda, you know, and push it in a way where it's different so people hear about it and listen to it and understand it. And I think you coming out, Ace, um, is an amazing thing because, as Ace said, we lost a very, very, very close friend of ours um, just over a year ago. And Ace is probably one of the hardest workers I know. If he's not on the radio, he's in the studio 
producing other people's podcasts and producing our podcast. If he's not doing that, he's on the motorway, driving all over the country, um, DJing. And I remember he just was casually telling us a story of him coming back from, I don't know, DJing in Manchester, and he fell asleep a couple of times on the motorway. Now, anyone that drives, we've all probably fallen asleep at some point or come close to falling asleep, we just, and we just take it for granted. And at that point, I'm like, Ace, you can't keep on doing this. You, and this was, I think well, this was before you told us that you was ill. Mm. So then to find out that he's ill, and then, you know, it's something that affects so much of us um, that we have to, have to, have to jump on the register and just be on the register. And not even to save Ace's life, because Ace is cool. Ace is going to be around for a while. As you can see, Ace is running up and down. He's lost a bit of weight, which is kind of, is good for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's buff now, isn't it? I wouldn't say that. about buff now. I wouldn't say that. Well, I'm not buff now. No. <laughs> that, 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 that one there. Yeah, there was one time my missus saw a picture of you. She was like, "Is that Ace?" I was Don't like, know. I was like, "Wow." But it is important that um, yeah, we we kind of do as much as we can and get on the register and give blood. Oh, Ace, you said people have been sliding in your DMs. Saying, yeah, it's oh, mad. Yeah, you can have my kidney, bruv. Like, I find that funny. I where find do you that hilarious. People, like, people really? like just in my DMs offering me their kidneys. Yeah. Mad. But yeah, big up to it. Like, it's, it's been overwhelming. So like, I'm not a person that likes the limelight like that. So it was a lot for me to come out, especially like what I did yesterday. I just quickly, yeah. yeah. For, for, because just for people that don't know, I know we're at the end of the time, so we keep this quick. Just go through the procedure of dialysis. Okay. How, what is it? How does it make you feel? How yeah. long does it take? Alright, so basically... We've got no time. We've got yeah, no but, time. But, um, basically, your kidneys flush out all the toxins in your body, right? That's what yes. they do, yeah? Yeah. And when your kidneys don't work, that means them toxins just stay in your body. So what they do is they put two needles in my arm and one needle will wash the blood and mm -hmm. put it back in me and one needle will take fluid out because there'll be, like, excess fluid because it's not coming out of me. Okay. So... When I get to the the, uh, the unit, I weigh myself to see how like much extra fluid I have on my body because okay. I've got like, a dry weight. But when I get to the hospital, I'll be a little bit heavier because I'm not. You got the fluids. I've got so much fluid in me. Would so this would, do, would this would sex affect this? <laughs> would it affect it if you haven't had sex for a while? I never thought about that. Maybe. Maybe try bash before you bend. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so then. Um, they take off a certain amount of fluid. Yeah. And I stay on the machine for a certain amount of hours. This is what I do with you. You have to like turn it into a bass. And I stay on the, and I sit on the machine for like four hours. And how do you feel after? Because we after, we, we had a scare. This is how yeah. this is how how hard Ace works. And I don't even care that I'm telling all these business. Uh, please don't do this. No, I'm telling <laughs> No, basically we had to rush Ace to hospital because he had dialysis and didn't rest and went and DJ'd. Yeah. And we had to rush him to hospital, and that was a very scary thing. Lee cried. Lee, no, yeah, Lee, <laughs> Lee cried. They're not my bad man. They were like dog and cat. You know, <laughs> you know them crying. You know when those people cry, when you actually look at them, you have to box them in their face. <laughs> that was Lee. But you know, it's brought us all closer together, um, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that are going through this that probably haven't told their friends and family. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, as everybody has, the, I think what touched me 
over this is your post that you put up of your daughter mm. saying that I'm, I'm so proud of you when because he was on, on Channel 5 News talking about it. So, yeah, I, I commend you and, you know, you need to <laughs> get this out there. Pray for me, man. Keep me in your prayers. Thank you. Yeah, we're at, yeah, we are out of time. We've been we are out of time, time now. Um, Thanks, guys. That was fun. Thanks Appreciate for coming. It. On a late, late Thursday night. And, um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. We're, on, um, like, we're, on, we're on Spotify and SoundCloud what? and iTunes and all that good stuff. So, like, we're on every week. Just, so just quickly, let me promote the basketball. So, the basketball, um, it's a charity event. Uh, celebrity basketball. Uh, Mac, you've got uh, Eddie Caddy, Kojo, Richard Blackwood, Notes, Peggy Cakey. Um, these lot are going to be playing. I'm not because I've got a bad knee. Um, yeah, Manny still hasn't healed from and we're not going to talk about that because they're out of time. <laughs> um, but it's at the Copper Bar. We all know Damon's story. From R. Kelly. <laughs> from R. Kelly. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Jeez. From the 80s. From the 80s. From the 80s. Is that but, about R. Kelly the old thing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's at the Copper Box on uh, Saturday, 1 till 6. Please, if you're free, come down. You can buy tickets on the door. It's going to be an amazing event. And the money is for charity. The, uh, the charities are mind and british heart foundation um so yes come down but thank you very much for coming out tonight thank you guys thank you and um, we are on at cut the chat on all social media platforms thank you, you very much guys. Have a great evening.